0: Welcome to Behind the Cover, a Jenkins Group Podcast. This week, we're joined in conversation by Lisa Tenner, the author of The Joy of Writing Journal, Spark Your Creativity in 8 Minutes a Day. She's a 2022 Living Now and 2022 Independent Publisher Book Award winner. And we're going to get into conversation with her today about what sparks her creativity and how you can spark yours. Welcome, Lisa. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Amy. It's great to be here with you. Yeah, I'm really excited to have more of a conversation with you. The journal that you have is so creative and, you know, little bits of yourself are in it. But why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for the audience?
1: Sure. I live in Saunders Town, Rhode Island with my family, which is just such a beautiful place to live near the water and find it very inspiring. In addition to being an author, I'm also a book coach. So I help people write and publish their nonfiction books, both traditional and self-published. And it's just a really rewarding career, but you know, it can be like the cobbler's shoes and you're helping everybody else with their books. So it was just felt so good to write this book and publish it and get it out there.
0: That's really great to be able to use your own expertise to get a book out and have it be a two-time award-winning book as well. Actually, more than that, but with us. So tell us a little bit more about the Joy of Writing journal.
1: Well, I was working on a different book that I'd been spending a few years on. It was something that was almost ready. And this journal just popped into my consciousness one morning and it kind of said me first. So I put down the other book and started this one from scratch. And I think it was because it was really a timing thing, partly. I think with the pandemic and people at home and and people feeling really challenged and isolated, that this was a book that could stimulate people's creativity. And also because the use of the QR codes, which for yes. people who haven't seen the journal, every day there's a very brief story, maybe a very brief something about something meaningful to me about writing or creativity and then there's a prompt but for each day there's also this QR code where you can scan it and some days it's like an audio meditation that will get you going and some days it's a video sometimes it's me sharing a writing tip or creativity tip but a lot of times it's just other people responding to a question related to the prompt or the prompt itself so it's fun there's a lot of variety But there's a lot of this feeling of connection. I'm not alone as a writer or isolated. I'm connected to other people. And I think during this time, that was just such an important thing. And this book helps people feel that connection. And also, if you're feeling a little bit down, I think the videos and the audio meditations, they really lift you up. So before you even write a word, you're already in this uplifted state and then there's the prompt. Sometimes it's a list you make and then you choose what to work with on the list for the prompt. But I think working from that place where you're already somewhat uplifted really helps with what you write.
0: Well that's amazing because that is something that as the world continues to change and we get more media options and such as podcasts and you know YouTube channels and things like that, you've managed to create a book that is both a book that people can sit and be thoughtful and and have time to th- themselves with, but as well have some interaction, like you're saying, and and be inspired kind of in a group, even though you're not there together. That's I know what judges found very unique about your book, and that's really a different approach. So it mm-hmm. makes sense that you're a, a book coach and had a little bit of ideas they're going to start with to be able to take it to the next level, as it were.
1: Uh-huh. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So now, as we've mentioned, you've won the Living Now and the independent publisher known as the Ippy Book Awards. So tell us about how winning these awards have helped your writing or changed how you've marketed your book or, you know, how what effects has that had for you?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, from the beginning, being a book coach, I felt like I really need to write a book that stands out and, you know, has a certain degree of cachet and success. And I had traditionally published before but I felt strongly that I wanted to publish this book quickly and I wanted control. I wanted to really see my vision to the end. I didn't want somebody else taking over and deciding things for me. I wanted these QR codes, which I knew, you know, a lot of publishers might not go for. And so I, I wanted to self-publish and I thought, you know, if I'm going to do that, I think awards are gonna be really important. So I I have applied for five awards and won four of them so far. Haven't heard from the last one yet. (laughs) So, you know, that that felt to me really important. And I think it has given the book a lot of cachet. I've gotten a lot of interviews on podcasts and actually sold over a thousand books just on Amazon alone. And yesterday I was just looking at my numbers. I sold 12 books yesterday on Amazon. And then it's also available through other retailers, but I don't know the numbers on that. So, you know, I think those awards really helped the book sell. And now we put two of the awards on the cover probably should add all four, but my poor mom was shredding.
0: The cover's very pretty too, so I understand.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I have, you know, when I go to bookstores now, I'll bring the books with all four stickers on it. And what I've found is that it really helps, you know, at first those independent bookstores were not taking my book. And now that they have the awards, I've been able to get two really great independent bookstores, Wakefield Books and Books on the Square, to carry the book. So I'm going to do more with that too. But getting into independent bookstores is not easy, and I know you know that the awards really were a huge support for that. Uh, another thing that's happened with my business is just that I'd like to limit my book consultations, generally limit it to four per month, and in the past, you know, I haven't really had a full plate with those. And actually I've raised my price. So I thought, well, now I'm really not going to have a full plate, but I think because of the book awards, you know, in the book receiving that kind of acclaim, I actually am filling all four spots like every month now. So oh, wow. that, you know, it's really been helpful for the business. And I've had people actually buy the book on Amazon. Again, I think those awards really help with the Amazon sales and then, you know, have shared it on a Facebook group. So I got a new client who had seen it in a Facebook group where somebody said, you know, I bought this book kind of on a whim, saw it on Amazon, didn't think it would be that great. And it's like the best writing book I've ever read. (laughs) So that was pretty amazing. Oh, wow. Organic
0: uh, Um, praise like that is excellent.
1: I know. And then, you know, that person who saw that ended up signing up as a client. So, you know, lots of great things. There's a Rhode Island Monthly Magazine is actually featuring the book this January. So lots of exciting different things have happened. And, you know, another wonderful thing in terms of my own personal writing is that you have this wonderful awards ceremony where we actually we've been on Zoom, but we have these little breakout groups and I connect with so many wonderful writers. And I kind of wished my budget had been bigger because I felt like (laughs) I wanted to buy every book that I heard about. But I did buy this wonderful book, Drawn into the Dream, that won the Living Now Award. And it's written by Walter Berry, who's a dream worker. I love to work with dreams. His mentor is actually somebody I did a little work with. And we created a dream group, my husband and I. Wait, so um, had you known
0: the mentor behind... before? Or did you meet them
1: through the author? No, I had known the mentor before. I went to a workshop with him. Oh, wow. Him. Small world. <laughs> but when I got Walter's book, you know, I would read it. I just finished it. Actually, I was so sad to finish it because I'd read it right before bed and then I'd wake up and I would remember my dreams better. He has such amazing stories in that book. I think I said the name, it's drawn into the dream, but he has this wonderful process too for drawing a picture of the dream so that you, you know, kind of capture what happened and and the emotions of it. And it actually helps you interpret the dream. So I've had some wonderful experiences, just reading it at night, waking up in the morning, remembering the dreams, and I start journaling with those dreams. And it's actually inspired all this ecstatic poetry using the images in my dreams. So it's been really, really fun for me. And I have to say that that book is an extraordinary book. So that was through the Living Now Awards as well. So I've discovered incredible books through the awards myself.
0: Wow. Well, I really appreciate you sharing that, the kind of the professional as well as the, you know, obviously as an author, you were able to find a little bit more success with the Living Now win, but also sounds like through your own personal business and your networking, that you were able to connect with some new people. So we've had a couple of guests now mention traditional publishing and either leaving it or, you Mm -hmm. know, that wasn't their original goal. So I think sometimes people think that's the goal to hand it over to you know, one of the big five and have them buy your manuscript. So if you wouldn't mind with that experience informing it, talk a little bit more, you touched on it, why you did back away from traditional publishing and maybe a little bit of the inside knowledge, I guess you could share of the difference between doing it yourself and doing it through a major publisher.
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to. And I'll also share, you know, when I work with a client it's not black and white. It's really a nuanced decision whether you self-publish or traditionally publish. So we really look at a lot of factors, including, you know, the particular genre and niche that they're in. And, you know, I work with a lot of doctors and therapists. So sometimes, you know, we look at in their field, would it behoove them to traditionally publish? Sure. Um, but sometimes the answer is yes, sometimes it's no. And we always go to their, like, intermuse for the final answer. I have a little exercise for that. Oh, wow. But in my case, I had traditionally published before with Health Communications, and it was a good experience. But I wanted to have the book quicker, and I knew the traditional publishing was going to be slow. I wanted to keep those QR codes in, and I knew that was going to be a big project, and probably most publishers wouldn't go for that. So I had my vision and then there've been some wonderful things that I, you know, didn't really think about. But one is just that I've wanted to update the book a few times. And some of it was just like, you know, there might've been a couple of proofreading things, but there were also things that I, people I wanted to add to the acknowledgements. And it wasn't a problem because I self-published. Now, a traditional publisher would never have made those changes after the book's already published. So that was really nice. Another thing is I heard this theme over and over at the awards where people just in those breakout groups were talking about Amazon ads, because the truth is a lot of books get sold through Amazon ads. And once you're doing ads, it actually helps because your book sales go up. Then it helps to get your book in front of people. Also, not even just by ads, but you just get seen more because your numbers are going up in terms of book sales. So Amazon ads are really, really helpful. But if you're with a traditional publisher, you know, you're making less than a dollar per book. It's just not affordable to do Amazon ads. Oh, sure. Um, If you look at my book sales numbers, uh, I pay somebody $200 a month to manage the ads. And then I've got the actual ads, you know, themselves um, that are running. And I'm not quite breaking even on book sales, but because it's generated some client work, it's more than breaking even and, you know, it's a benefit to the business. And, you know, I think it speaks to one other thing that's not related to the publishing piece, but just, you know, if you're using your book to get speaking gigs or to attract clients, then Amazon ads can be really, really a great marketing thing to do. So it just makes it much more affordable if you're self-published because then you can come close to breaking even on the sales and then you actually make money when it comes to you know the clients that you attract or the opportunities you attract the other thing is you know in my book i was able to do whatever i wanted at the end so i had an excerpt from the next book along with a little qr code so they could get on the mailing list to be told when the next book comes out i had some qr codes that you know led to some action steps that i wanted the reader to take like join the facebook group and things like that so you know a publisher might probably wouldn't have agreed to those kind of marketing things, which, you know, I think are not heavy-handed marketing. They're actually helping the reader engage further with me and what I have to offer them. But I think with a traditional publisher, I wouldn't have had that kind of freedom. So it's been just an incredible experience. And like I said, you know, the awards are what, for me, make it not like, oh, you self-published, but more like, "Wow, you know, you you won these awards and and it's clearly a great book. And I have had people say, "Oh, I can see by the cover you traditionally published. <laughs> so, Trick them, yeah, so uh, somebody just said that two days ago. So yeah, I think that I love self-publishing, and I'm probably leaning towards self-publishing for the next book too. And you make more money per book too. gives you a lot of flexibility. You know, in individual cases, there can still be reasons to go with a traditional publisher, especially if they're going to do some good distribution for you, or they might do bulk sales or special sales to large organizations or associations. So, you know, there can be reasons to traditionally publish, but I've just so enjoyed self-publishing and I, I do encourage people to try it.
0: Well, that's great. Thanks for sharing that experience of yours. I know that, you know, a lot of things you touched on being able to not just improve Amazon sales, but also independent bookstores is a great balance to strike. And you mentioning the cover, I know that's often the complaint of a lot of authors when they go with major publishers. They usually have a designer that the house works with or a certain aesthetic they go for. And, you know, I can attest if people have not had a chance to check it out. The Joy of Writing Journal has a beautiful cover, just sparks creativity just looking at it.
1: Thank you.
0: Well, this has been great to talk about what you've done. But the question I think a lot of people might have now after they run out and buy your book, if they haven't already, is uh, what's next? You mentioned at the top that you had been almost done with a completely different book before you started on this. Is there plan to revisit that? Or is there something else, new book coming out of a totally different variety?
1: I have returned to that book, and I'm actually—I think I'm on my 18th version. It's probably actually the 19th, but it's called V18 because <laughs> I just haven't changed the number. But yeah, so hopefully that's like my last main edit, and then I'll give it to a copy editor, a proofreader, I'm hoping to, to to have it out next year. And uh, I'll be applying for awards again, certainly for the Ippy and the Living Now Award, because that's been just such a way to really elevate the book. So I'm I'm very grateful for that. And it'll be a fun book. It's a book that has, it goes a little deeper, especially in the personal stories, but I think there's stories that are inspiring. And then I have some spiritual practices and exercises and then prompts for writers. So it is another book for writers and teaches many of the practices that I now teach my participants in my Get Your Writing Done program. And they say that it really tends to create their most inspired writing. And a lot of them take those practices into their personal writing practice as well as not just when we're writing in class. So I think it's going to be another great book and I'm very excited to be getting close on that one. That's excellent. And I think
0: you, I mean, first of all, it's excellent to provide that kind of space and tools for writers. They say that a lot of people think they have a book in them, but there's a difference between thinking about that and and executing. But I have to say that I also find it inspiring, really, that you have 18 drafts that you've gone through already. I think a lot (laughs) of people think, I wrote my book, it's done, and maybe have somebody proofread it. But really putting out a good book can take some edits. So, (laughs) Yeah,
1: it can. And you know, I even, the Joy of Writing Journal, I had quite a few beta readers. And I think I worked with a couple of editors with The next book, I actually worked with, I don't know, probably at least three editors so far. And I've had several beta readers. So I I really encourage people. You know, it's so important. And it's not that any of the editors were bad that I hired more than one. It's that different people will have different things to offer you. And by showing one draft to one person, and then when you're ready to have an editor again to show it to somebody different, sometimes give you ideas and input that will make the book even better because new person has new ideas. So yeah, I, I think giving a book that kind of input almost always makes it better. And you know, you just have to go within to decide like, yes, is this something that feels like the right direction? I mean, you don't just take every suggestion everybody gives you. But I think When you do that, it does make for a better book, no question.
0: Absolutely. That's a really great process to include as well. So next steps, Lisa, you've got a great book out already and a new one coming. Where can people find you uh, to keep following your journey and maybe even get more involved with the tools that you're offering up to help other writers and kind of engage with all of that?
1: they can find me at lisatenner.com, L-I-S-A-T-E-N-E-R.com. And I blog, you can sign up. I have some free offers there, you know, that you can sign up for and get my articles every week or every other week if you want. I also have a private Facebook group that you can ask to join. You just have to agree to the rules and let me know why you're joining so Uh I can tell that you're not spamming. Good idea. (laughs) We do get a few of those occasionally, so I I bet those. But it's Write and Create with Lisa Tanner. That's on Facebook. And, you know, I'm on Instagram and Twitter as well and LinkedIn. But those are really, the Facebook group and the blog are probably the the best places to connect. And, of course, the the website, if you want to go deeper with me and explore something like the Get Your Writing Done program. And I, I did mention to you, Amy, I'm happy to do a special offer for people who are interested in the Joy of Writing journal. If you purchase by January 23rd, you can attend a free journaling party and workshop on January 24th. And we're going to journal our creative vision for the next year. So, it'll Oh, be that's a, free a great thing for anyway. January. Yeah. So you can just purchase the journals, email me, Lisa, at lisatender.com with your receipt. And I'll send you the Zoom link for that journaling party and workshop. It's going to be a lot of fun and I think a great way to really start to bring your creative projects into being and help to complete them in the new year.
0: Well, that's really exciting. I know a lot of people do start to focus on goals like finishing a book or even just picking something up and starting it and coming out of the National I always get it the wrong for the abbreviation, but the November National Writers oh, yeah. Challenge. Some people might have something they want to work a little bit more on, so that's a great opportunity for anybody. So, thank you for joining us today, Lisa, and offering our listeners a little something extra, as well as sharing your story with us. It's been a great experience. Thank you. Thank you. It's my absolute pleasure. We want to thank Lisa Tenner for joining us this week on Behind the Cover. Make sure you check her out in all her social media and her website. You can find those links in our show notes. Join us next time when we'll be in conversation with Rashma Sapre, children's book author and three-time award winner. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.